Welcome to episode number 163 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast. You guessed it, about video games. My name is Cole Ross, and I am your host for this evening or this day, whenever you're listening to it. Um, and I am joined via Skype tonight by... Dennis Furia. And ben Merkel. Thank you so much, fellas. Um, this could be a bit of a weird episode, um, because mm-hmm. I personally haven't been playing an awful lot. Um, and I know that uh, Dennis and I, I played about a half an hour of it. And Dennis, you've probably played enough to get some initial impressions to, you know, to slake people's thirst. But, uh, but, but most of my, most, most of my uh, uh, intended game playing this week or for this week was going to be uh, or Borderlands uh, 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I have, I got that today, but um, I didn't get an awful lot of chance to play it. So I imagine we'll dedicate a little bit of time to that, but uh, n- nothing else really uh, for, for 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 me. Um, so we'll we'll have like a little rap session about our impressions on that, and uh, yeah, and then we're gonna do a segue challenge after that, right? So yeah, just for for old time sakes. Ben, Ben, <laughs> I, did you pre-order Borderlands Two? Have you picked it up yet? I pre-ordered it and I got it. Uh, I would like sat downstairs. I was working on like coding and stuff, but I sat in view of the mailman, and it did not come while I was there until I got no. back from work today. So, no. <laughs> so I think in the future I just I'm gonna because like even last night I was getting home and it was after midnight or it was like just about midnight. I was like I could have gotten it right now. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nice for me. So you know, games release on uh, Tuesdays. And uh, during football season, that's that's you know right as Monday night football ends. So I I uh, watched the first half of the game at my uh, at my parents' house. Went to a BW3s that was right next to the GameStop and finished the game there. Uh, and then sauntered right over and and picked up the game. There was no line, no anything. Nice. Uh, and then head right back home. So it worked out. It worked out really well. I'm surprised that GameStop did a midnight release for this, but that's what they really like doing. They they they, they love doing those things. Remember there was that? there was a good twenty people at least uh, waiting for it, but that just hardly seems like like worth it to like to to, to do that to, to 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 bring those people in and have them work except to create hype for it. Well, the number of people I saw traded up to the um, you know strategy guide and T-shirt and season pass right then and there. Oh yeah, was just disgusting. <laughs> strategy guide twenty percent. Off uh, tonight only. I'll buy it. Give it to me. I'll take three. I want it. <laughs> Give me seven percent. I want a lot of strategies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me all the strategies. Yeah. But, so, yeah. I I couldn't believe it. It's and maybe it was sleep deprivation or I don't know what, but just person after person in line. Yep, I'll take it. Yep, I'll take it. it made no sense to me. Yeah, it's. That whole thing. I mean, uh, it's been six months since I worked for um, a named large retail video game establishment. Um, let's just say that. And like the the the, the whole uh, the, like the whole midnight release thing, it got so goddamn ridiculous <laughs> that last year, from from Gears Three all the way through to uh, Skyrim, wasn't the last. But there was like there was maybe maybe Assassin's Creed. Possibly, I forget. But like from from Gear Three, which was which was middle of September up through like let's say middle of November. That's when you was... got to be Coltrane too, right? <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> I was Coltrane at the midnight release. Like every week was a midnight release. Oh, it's ridiculous! Something like it didn't matter if it was just like a smattering or a handful. 
of other like like games. Like you expect a midnight release for Halo Four. Yeah. Like I expect midnight, midnight release of Journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you go to the GameStop, you're not sure why. It's just kind of everyone <laughs> clustered there. Yeah, but everybody walked there. I never said I worked for GameStop. Um, but uh, no, no, hypothetically, hypothetically, like just a, as an example of a place that a person might go for that. But like it, it was, it was like like we would, we would go and just be like, okay, what's the what's the minute release? Oh, is it going to be Skyrim? Okay, I can understand that. Hey, you know, you know, Gears of War. Okay, maybe. But like a combined midnight release for Uncharted Three and Rayman Origins. <laughs> <laughs> to which 12 people attended oh that's so bad well uncharted 3 i could maybe see but then raymond or- origins you had to know was just riding on coattails yeah well no it, it was just that it came out at the same time and we had them in the store like like <laughs> like, like to sell them and 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 you're so right like it is it is like an upgrade treadmill to get people to go you know from just order you know from just order, ordering the game if they hadn't already been talked into pre-ordering the uh the strategy guide because that that counts as a pre-order for those people so so so, so there like there there's a lot of incentive to get somebody to pre-order the the, the strategy guide cuz it counts for your numbers and your uh, numbers, you, you you live and die by those numbers right yeah, so it's all it's 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 driven not necessarily by the the consumer end, but by the uh, the employee yeah. end almost as much. How many people? How many people did? Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants those things. How many people did you did did you see? Like, okay, you came to pick up your your, your pre ordered copy of Borderlands Two. Hey, did you want to pre order? Uh, you, you know, Dishonored or Assassin's Creed Two while you were in? Oh yeah, no, that was like everyone. Or Assassin's Creed Three, rather. What? I can I can get that too. Let me <laughs> oh have boy. It, but- I'll pay. Yes, here, take my money. Is there yeah. anything else I can buy? It was I. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Though, as I'm as I'm walking back from the Monday night, fo- Monday night football game, um, this car like rushes up, parks, and this guy bolts out of the side of the car towards uh, GameStop. Like you know, there was a 20 second window that it was going to be open to pick up this pre- <laughs> this pre order, and but the guy's moving funny, and I realize he's on crutches. This guy with a broken leg is just booking it on on crutches, like just loping across the parking. <laughs> I, I was sure that this guy was gonna like just bite it and uh, you know abraze his nose off or something uh, on the on the concrete. But this guy just burst in, uh, you know, ahead of me, uh, you know, all panicked, and then you know proceeded to wait in line for five minutes to get to where he was Jeez. going. So. Good oh, job, my dude. BLT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Let's call it that from now on. BLT. But it's a you know I, I'm sure the the way he was moving was probably the most efficient way that someone on crutches could get around. Like it was it was very uh-huh. fast. Um, but that was the funniest thing I've seen. Like the most awkward. It was like like a gazelle on a pogo stick. I guess is 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 the thing I would put it most close to. That's hard to imagine, by the way. That's so easy to imagine. (laughs) (laughs) But he's but like, what else is he gonna do if he has a broken leg? He needs like a you know like a really long loot based shooter. Like uh, otherwise, he's just gonna he's just gonna be spying on the neighbors with his telescope, and you know he'll witness a murder and not be able to do anything about like, oh gosh, oh oh no, he's killing him. Oh god, no. I, I'm Just glad that you're going for a rear window instead of Disturbia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ben? Yes? No cool better than that. <sighs> Thank you. 
<laughs> I don't even have to finish my sentence because Ben knows, or because, sorry, you both know me better than that. You both know me better than that. I like that. Yeah, rear window. He knows what he did. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I worked from home today, which, which, which was nice. I'm a little bit worried about tomorrow because I have my, my, new, uh, my, my new Apple headphones coming in. But FedEx is going to bring them in. Who, like, okay, here, here's a question. Who, who, people who work normal nine to five jobs, how do they order things from FedEx and receive them? Dennis. So I have never ordered something from FedEx that I know. Although we, we live in a relatively safe neighborhood and they've, I've seen stuff just left on doorsteps. So yeah, but sometimes actually, that's actually how I got my new headphones. I just saw it on someone else's doorstep and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> It was formerly considered to be a safe neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, someone got so there's there's this little like quickie mart on our corner. It's like um, you live in such a nice neighborhood. Like you're next to yeah. a country club and everything, not to not to like have people triangulate, but you live in a nice neighborhood. But this quickie mart, this this liquor store slash like in and out kind of thing. Yeah. It's the most uh, part part Ghetto central. It's yeah. it's like a little bit of Clifton up in up north, you know. <laughs> just 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 a little snack sized portion of Clifton, <laughs> complete with shooting now. Oh what? no! What the, the store owner got shot in the stomach and robbed. He was oh, gut man. shot. And That's awful. Yeah, it's, he, and he's fine. He's recovering and everything. But uh, yeah, so that was that was fun. They, but Did the you? great thing is, his wife was packing and shot the robber on his way out, Ooh. and. Uh, I, I, I don't know officially how the story closes, but the last I heard, the police thought that the guy was hiding in the country club golf course somewhere. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That's crazy. So, yeah, you can you can take the boy out of Clifton, but you can't take the Clifton out of a boy, I guess. <laughs> Wowzers. Yes. Yeah, so, 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 so you... Intense. <laughs> so, midnight releases and, and yeah, stuff. Midnight releases and being shot. Um <laughs> Speaking of, like, how many people are going to be fucking shot at the Wii U release? Oh God! No, like, that, that's the nice crowd. That's a really, really nice. They'll probably, you know, be hugging each other and swapping photos of their kids and everything. Next like Xbox release. That's where people Xbox, get shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I guess, I guess all I'm thinking is just, you know, like that's that's my Wii U now. Blam, blam. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. We've we've had trampling, so I think I think we're ready to go to that next. Yeah, level. We're, we're ready. We're ready to take it up. Yeah, that's a uh, man. So did 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 you play it last night or did you get home and like, you know, just kind of put it away and pick it up when you got home from work? No, I I I uh I played it for just a tiny little bit um that night. Just cuz you know, I I I uh read the manual. By the way, the manual for the game is, is <laughs> 3 pages. Yeah, it's 3 pages. It's it's got it's got even even that though is is dripping with personality. Like it's just you know the the very basic you know control descriptions are are written in, a, in an entertaining way, mm-hmm. which is which is nice. But yeah, every every manual, every game I get, I'm I'm so you know what I think about manuals. I'm so hopeful that there's going to be a nice robust instruction manual, and every time I'm disappointed. So you know you know you know what you need to get the pre-order like Super Chest Edition. No, no, a PC game in 1993. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But uh, no, that, that, that would have been I would have would have thrived on those. The, they called them feelies. Feelies, what they call them? A what? No, no. Like when they when they would you know ship uh you know Monkey's Island with a with a cloth map. So it was always a cloth map. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Feelies. 
Feelies. Oh, that's the first time I've heard it called that. Feelies. Yeah. Feelies. So, so like, yeah, that, that, that was the other thing. That's the other thing that like, kind of baffles me about midnight releases, which is like, you know, on a non-podcast night, I generally fall asleep at about 1030. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine going to a store of my own volition. This, the, this isn't even like accounting for when I, when I worked at large undisclosed retail video game establishment. Mm-hmm. Um, then you come home and be like, okay, it is realistically 1230 or maybe one o'clock. What am I going to do? Um, am I going to play this all night? No, more, more than likely the, the servers are down. Um, <laughs> if it's an online game. And so I'm going to go to sleep and then wake up, going to play it before work. Nope. Going to play it after work. Yeah, probably. What could I have done? I could have picked it up on the way home after yeah, work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I hate to dump on midnight releases, but I, but I so failed to see the appeal. I think, I think that's, that's the other half of the reason. To complete my thought, you know, I read the manual and, and got a taste and wanted to try it. Uh, and then the other reason was I felt obligated since I was up at that hour to, uh, right. you know, at least, at least put it in, So To justify um, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So, like, we've talked about the entire experience of getting the game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw you have, you have a level six commando as your solo character. Yeah, I um, you know, so I, I thought it was really, really cool that they let you plan out your skill tree in advance. And second to the siren, which I'll be playing with you guys, um, I thought the commando looked the uh, the most interesting. Right, right. So, so like I, like I know literally nothing about Borderlands. Like when I signed on today, that was like the first time I'd ever touched it. Oh, nice! <laughs> so, Is it coming to it fresh? Like, like yeah, like never, never seen a frame of it. Um, of the first game rather. And, uh, and yeah, so, I mean, what I've, what I've played, which is up through killing that first boss, you know, with your, with your puny little pistol, <laughs> is, is, it's been really cool, you know? So I'm, I'm rolling a gun zerker, uh, with, uh, you know, for my, for my multiplayer character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, after, after our little, uh, debacle with, with David this, the, 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 this evening, I rolled, uh, I rolled an assassin for my, for my solo, uh, character. Oh, nice. Okay, very cool. Yeah, yeah. That's but, uh, it's it, it's funny because you're you're below level five, right? Yes. And you didn't play the first game. Have not played the first game. Okay, so basically, up until you get to that for that that fifth level and get your special ability, it is like, well, you know, you saw it still has a lot of personality, but completely generic shooter with nothing really to recommend it. Uh, and then you'll hit level five and you get that special whatever it is. Um, and it just, that, that immediately just dominates the way you play. Right. Uh, which is, which is very interesting to me that they give you that little, uh, tutorial area where they kind of just focus you on the, on the mechanics of the game before cutting you loose. Well, scaffold you up. (laughs) Exactly. Even with like, even without my special ability, either on the gunzerker or the assassin, you know, I'm not a connoisseur of shooters, so like I can't speak to you know to, to to how responsive this is or to how competitive I can be or something like that but playing it on the PS3 controller which isn't really meant for that kind of precision kind of stuff mm-hmm. like it feels really good it does like like I I I can generally aim at what I'm what what I want, what I'm intending to shoot which means that either the controls are really responsive or the 
uh, auto aim is both assistive and transparent enough to make me feel like I did that. <laughs> yeah. or, or don't 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 sell yourself short. Short option three is that you've you've become a master overnight. Yeah, a, ma- a master by never playing a shooter ever. <laughs> so, playing a slow game on that one. Yeah. yeah. Even I was I was going to say well you played psyops but that one had an auto lock so no points yes, there. Yes. <laughs> I award you no points um and a Billy Madison reference. Um yes. But, uh, but it's, it feels good and like one of my one of my favorite little little perks of this was this in the first game bend or, or dennis like where, where the numbers of the damage that you're doing pop up above the per, above the thing you're shooting yeah very very rpg that was in the first game too i never played the first game ah, oh okay. two people coming to it this is amazing oh, I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued now did uh is david new to it or did he play the first one david played i don't know if you ever finished did david the play one. the I know first he had it on one computer. That- did he play the first one as much as he plays most games? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. No, he. Uh, I know he played it on computer, uh, and I don't know whether or not he finished it. Um, but I know he, he rolled Commando then as well, which is why he wanted to do it for this game. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. So, but the, so the numbers popping up are incredibly satisfying. Yeah. Well, I mean, just kind of like that's that that that's instant feedback, right? Because another. And other shooters is kind of like, oh, the, that thing died in a shorter amount of time. Whereas with this, it has like this Diablo type, um, you know, health bar above everything. And to see those numbers get bigger, I can imagine kind of going forward and seeing more critical indicators will be incredibly satisfying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, very much so. Yeah. Uh, they, and also, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Ben. They do that in Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 as well. Yes. Yes, they do. Nudge to you, Cole. Yes, it's installed. I like when I when I restored my computer. I, I did a I did a complete wipe. I, I am looking at my desktop, and I have the Knights of the Old Republic folder sitting on my desktop as a constant reminder. <laughs> Lest like, we like, forget. Like like like, li- like literally, I'm getting, I'm looking at OmniFocus right here, um, mm-hmm. which is which is my to do app of choice. I have a project. You know, let me get out of work mode because that just will give me a panic attack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I it's in the personal folder, video game backlog, um, and it's 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 shockingly long, but you know it's on there. You know, it's a, so yeah. instead of what you've been playing, our segment today is what should you have been playing? <laughs> what should you have been playing? What should you be clogging? <laughs> clogging. <laughs> what you clogging? I like that. See, I, I like that because clog, you know, it's it's in the it's in the, you know, something's something's coming up the works, right? Well, yeah. And because blog comes from weblog and so backlog should just be clog. Yeah. No, no actually, sure. backlog should be blog as well but nice try yeah. no <laughs> web, web blog you take the last letter of the first word yep oh i stand corrected he's clever um I although, although sarcasm. It's, it's like clog it'd be k-l-o-g yeah yeah there we it's go been clogging. <laughs> which what you been clogging yeah. let's see here demon souls cursed mountain Wait, how Scoured can Demon- sword. Oh, oh, not Dark Souls. Okay. Yeah, no, Jesus. How can Dark Souls be on your backlog? No, no. Like, I, like when, like when the when the DLC comes out, you you, you better believe that that's all I'm ever going to play. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll just lose Cole for a couple days. <laughs> yep. <He'll fall> just- <laughs> 
would just be on Skype alone. Some some people fall down a K hole. Cole fell down a dark dark. Well, we'll still we'll still do the podcast, but it won't be recorded. <laughs> yeah, and, and we'll it'll just, just take be rig- a phone call. <laughs> take, take rigorous notes and publish those. <laughs> yeah. I'll just put it as my Facebook status over the course of eight or nine. Sta- well, no. October nine hundred statuses. <laughs> October twenty second. Cole's still not here. <laughs> I found I downloaded this 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 wonderful little 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 iPhone app, and it's also it's also a Mac app, and it works on iPad too. It's called it's called Day One, which is like a like a journaler and uh, kind of thing oh, that nice. encourages you to like you know you take pictures and you write stuff into it. It gives you a little notification every day to like you're like hey you haven't written anything why don't you why don't you write something so. I'm starting slow at first, but you know, like this Jade Empire, this Gaia, Echo Night Beyond, Fatal Frame. Yeah, I need to put this away because I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go it's, nuts. Um, you thought you thought the work one was gonna give you a panic attack. <laughs> well, <laughs> so yeah, this doesn't even include iOS games or anything on my PC. So, Gosh. so yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, like one of the thing I really I really like about Borderlands Two, and you and you can tell me if this if this is a carryover that opening sequence um, where you're on the train, yes, and, and they have oh, like that so that that can like that Quantum of Solace esque kinetic type over the uh, over the action that you're seeing. That yes. was really really like slick. I liked that a lot. Wasn't well, that good? And that one, if you, I, I encourage you go like find a YouTube video of the the opening uh, scene from Borderlands One because that one is actually a a play off of and and kind of wink and nod to the opening opening video of the first game. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, I, I was gonna say literally the farthest I've gotten in this game thus far is I watched the opening cutscene. <laughs> oh, good. Well, then you it's awesome. And you've right? already gotten your money's worth out then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I think I'm done with it. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> gonna go play some Civ Rev. <laughs> but that music, though, that music is slick, and mm-hmm. you know, it's like, uh, do you know who it is? No, no, I don't. It's a. Uh, I know who it is. Okay. <laughs> I know who it is. Um, they're f- they're from a made up place in England. A made up uh, place. Good start. So they're good liars. <laughs> I hold on. Give me a couple seconds. Uh, okay, it's the heavy. Yeah, that's it. I have no, literally no idea. They're so, a British uh, band, also mm-hmm. known for the song How You Like Me Now. Oh, I, gosh, that? Yes. Oh, um, no. And this song was also used in the opening trailer for uh, the or it was, uh, Arkham City. It was used in one of the trailers for that game. Hmm. And the band The Heavy claims to be from Noid, England, spelled No ID, which is a fictional place. Huh. huh? Noid like the uh, like the Domino's mascot that would ruin the pizzas. Is that? I don't know that. I don't know that reference. I, oh, okay. I think it, I think it was a Mansfield thing. <laughs> Mansfield, Mansfield was the Slam. test market. It they, never they, made it out. <laughs> you don't have David to defend you this week, Cole. Yeah. <laughs> you can trash on Mansfield. <laughs> Jeez, like uh, people listening, they 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 avoid the Noid. It's a it was an awful thing. Um, <laughs> He was like he was like a cartoon character running around stomping on pizzas. This was back when that little plastic table that everybody used as a as a prop for their Ninja Turtles, um, uh, like was a, was like a new thing. You, you know, the, the 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 thing that keeps the 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 lid of the pizza box from crushing the pizza. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's like that was that was that was a relatively new relatively new thing, and so that would help you avoid the noid. 
You mean a relatively new feat of engineering? Yes, something. Right. To- <laughs> I didn't want you to undercut it. Exactly. <laughs> that revolutionized the pizza world. Cool. Yes. I don't like you making light of that. Well, no, it made it made it so you could more efficiently carry pizzas from place to place because you couldn't stack more than you know like two or three pizzas on top of each other without having the noid come and stomp all over it, right? So you yeah, get this yeah. thing and you can carry more pizzas around. <laughs> It's like the cotton gin, which single-handedly created slavery, but let's not. (laughs) I have a much better understanding of the Noid. uh, (laughs) Yes. After this. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. (laughs) So um, did did Borderlands 1, did that have like a, a not Smiling Jack, that's Vampire, have like a, a Handsome Jack? Gorgeous Jack? um, I mean, there there were bad guys. Handsome Jack. Winsome Jack. Lonesome Jack. (laughs) Lonesome Jack, <laughs> which probably deep down we all know. Yeah. Um, no, it, it, it had bad guys, but it was a much more kind of vague, antagonistic kind of deal. I think it was Commander Steel or something like that, and just more you know evil corporation type of bad guys. Whereas this is a, this is a much more entertaining face yes. for the game. Well, I get like sen- like 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 a feeling of uh, of like Joker in Arkham Asylum and City, like where he's constantly like harassing you over the PA mm-hmm. system, you know? Yeah, yeah. I almost in from from the part that I've played, I, and I think what you've played is the same. I almost get the feeling that he's 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 still very dismissive of you. You know, yeah. he he doesn't really think much of you, so he's just kind of he's enjoying himself, he's having fun, and. Yeah, you know, he's he's just kind of expecting you to die, and I'll be interested to see the way that that changes over the game and and what they really do with that. Uh, I'm trying to think of it's like the Riddler in in Arkham Asylum, okay. where just as you get more and more trophies, you know, at first he's very dismissive and haughty, and, he and becomes then he gets more and more unnerved. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be interesting, but it's it's for anyone who hasn't seen the videos, it's essentially Archer as a villain. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Nice. Well, it's, yeah, it's interesting that that's kind of how they build the game too. Is like you know, like for all the gameplay trailers, they open it with this antagonistic person, you know. So, yeah, mm-hmm. they you know they really played it up. It's like if Cave Johnson hated you. Cave <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Johnson. Oh man. Did you know they they originally wanted to have like like have him have a face like not just in the paintings but like to have like a screen where he was talking to you which totally would have ruined it. Cave Johnson or Handsome Jack? Uh, Cave Johnson. Oh okay. Yeah, that would have been much more different for sure. A little sure. bit, yeah. That oh. yeah, well. But <laughs> so, you want to just talk about Portal Two for a couple <laughs> hours, guys? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Such a good game. It's a really good game. Uh, I, I feel bad that, like, I ha- like you know, I ha- I don't have any anything more insightful to say than, yeah, the shooting's good and <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's shit's about to get real. I've I've only I've uh, so I um I got to the first hub and did the the first um story quest out of the hub, and that's that's a and I'm I'm still in the middle of that. Uh, so yeah, the, the shooting's great. The atmosphere is, is great. I'll, I'll list two complaints and then we'll go on. The first complaint is the saving. You can't save in the middle of a mission. Uh, if you, if you save and quit, you go back to the beginning, which when you're 90% of the way through a mission and realize that you've got DTR is really freaking annoying. <laughs> oh no. Uh, so I've just got the game paused up on my TV right now with the TV off. Um, and then the other thing is that the color palette for at least the starting area is is a little bit confusing to me. So you go from like arctic waste to still kind of arctic waste but desertish and you know the 
depending on where the sun is, it's kind of red too, and it just it doesn't seem to make much sense yet. Um, so it, you know, usually with starting areas, you kind of put your best foot forward, and this one's just felt really bland to me. Um, which you know, maybe maybe there's intention behind that. I don't know. Um, and the entirety of Borderlands One was bland. So you know, <laughs> but it, the game that you know the the, the uh, developers actually talked about. Hey, we um you know we realized that the first game was really monochromatic, and we we mixed it up. Uh, this time around, yeah. Uh, but I just yeah, definitely, definitely not so in the first area. The prom- sadly, the promise of more areas to come. I, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got. I got to say, it's probably got to be really difficult to, if you're a game developer, how to open a game because even like now, like the whole like being strung along into an adventure in the first scene, like that's been overdone. So like, like how do you open a game? You know, like in an interesting way. Very, I, don't, very fair. Do you, I mean, do you get that feeling at all? Because like when I saw the opening of this, I was just like, "Oh, this seems it's because I you know, I've only played a matter of seconds of the game, but um, <laughs> it seems like the the same sort of I, I was worried that it was like the same sort of opening as other games where it's like, oh, something crazy just happened. You have to run along and like do this for like five minutes, and then you'll get like some relaxing a relaxing moment after that. You know, like instead, cr- go ahead. A crescendo opening, if you will. Yeah, like, like the opening cinematic was awesome, but mm-hmm. like the second I saw the, the the this isn't a spoiler. It's in the first five minutes of the game. Um, <laughs> the second I saw the train explode, it was like, oh, I'm gonna wake up nearly dead, and I'm not gonna have any yeah. weapons, and somebody's <laughs> gonna have to teach me how to walk. And yeah, boom, the, there we the, go. <laughs> check check the bodies trope, handsome Jack. If you would just double tap, <laughs> just two tap, like just go, just go crazy. <laughs> Amateurs. So- so yeah. So how do you? Open- I'm trying to think of the last opening that surprised me. Portal Two. Yeah, that was one of them. Uh, I'm thinking through the opening that I don't say you, Apple. Nope you you just kind of jumped. Jumping. Okay. That you just jumped. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're like where you're in the hotel room. Yeah. But even even that is like the the whole that's like the anti tutorial the parody of the tutorial. Where yeah. Yeah. They did that. They did that in uh, Matt Hazard. Uh, that was, you know, same kind of thing. Yeah. Also in The Simpsons Hit and Run as a throwback to seven <laughs> years ago. Wow. <laughs> Truly, there is nothing new under the sun. Which one? It was Hit and Run the GTA or was Road Rage the GTA? <sighs> I, th- it was, it, I mean, it was like a 3D environment like GTA, so yeah. Yeah, okay. They were both very similar games. Similar in name, at least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they both centered it around, centered around driving. When, yeah. when in reality, all that I want is a Telltale Simpsons game. But nobody's going to make that. So it It's hard to translate that into game form. It is, it yeah. Really but, but like all that, they have, all, all that they have ever done has been like like shitty action games. Oh, Except no, I, I just... the arcade game. Oh, yeah, no, that was a great game. I liked that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I just remembered the last game opening that truly surprised me. Oh, okay, sure. And Cole, you're gonna love this. It was it was Demon Souls. Oh, right, yeah. Where 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 you where you die? Yeah, it's it's basically okay. <laughs> here's here's the opening boss. I've I've slogged through this far. Here's the opening boss. All right, I'll get the. Oh, wow, this is harder than I thought. This is a lot harder. This is gonna, you know, than I thought it was gonna. Oh crap, I'm dead. Okay, okay, regroup. Try. Wait, where am I? I don't, I don't get to go back. No, give now, me. I, I was going to beat I'm, that boss. Now I'm trapped. Now I'm trapped. Yeah. Meh. Same thing happened to God of War Three. Damn it. Ah, uh, that's true. 
Oh man, oh. it's tough. It's it, it's hard because because like the only other the only the only other option is to do a Metroid where you're given every single power that you're going to have at the end of the game, and then something catastrophic you know kind of like strips it away. Yeah, that's that's also God of War. That's infinite. <laughs> I was say that's also God of War three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so so it's 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 tough because I, th- I think the only game that really avoided doing that was 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 Arkham City. I was going to say, let's go back to good games and yeah, Arkham City or Arkham Asylum. I'm sure the openings of those are great. And well, they yeah, are. <laughs> no, like like the like the opening to Arkham to Arkham Asylum, where you where you're following the Joker in. That's yes. kind of like a that's like a Half Life ending or beginning rather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, spe- it, speaking of, it, sorry, good. No, you go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, Black Mesa Source is actually available now. The, uh, I saw the, an article on that. Yeah, yeah, the Source Engine remake of uh, of Half Life One. Uh, there's no Mac version of it available yet, so I'm gonna have to get it on my on my uh, PC. But uh, but yeah, I'm really excited about that. What cool. were you gonna say about Arkham Asylum City? It was also uh, nice because it introduces you to the setting, um, uh-huh. which you'll be spending a lot of time with later, and it also introduces you to main antagonists like Killer Croc. Yeah. Also, Arkham City's opening was also good as well. Well, yeah, no, don't spoil just that. Don't spoil that. <laughs> I won't. Provided that you're talking about things, things I'm clogging. Okay. Provided that you don't don't play with the Catwoman. <laughs> Terrible no, interlude. I, Although the opening of that's significant in its own way. Yeah. Uh, we're coming up on a year, Dennis. That's the that's generally the statute of limitations that we observe. I know, but you guys just like me so much. <laughs> That's true. We'll make an exception because I also don't want Mass Effect three spoiled for me. So that's uh, yeah. now you you have another uh, another another good six months on that left though. So okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that like that. I think that that's like the weirdest approach we've ever taken to talking about a game. We've done a lot of digressions. Yeah. On that. I mean, it makes sense. We've only played the opening of the game. <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. We need to fill time. Um. There's a, there's, yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of very interesting to talk about a game before you're too close to it. You yeah, know? it's almost it, first impressions are, are pure in a way. Yeah, I mean, Did, in our case, like me and Ben, you know. Yeah. Yeah, completely. So I just I I can't wait. I'm so excited for when you guys actually start getting guns. Mm-hmm. Because I'm 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 at the point where you know my inventory is still very small and you're just overwhelmed with guns and all of them are so completely different in in random ways. It's like how do I how do I choose between these? I um you know one of my first pistols um went into burst fire when you aim down the sights. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not sure if you got the same one. That might I just did. be a yeah. General. Do they, do they tell you this or is this just a happy if surprise? You, if you look at it in the menu, uh, you'll you'll generally get a couple, um, you know, pieces of pieces of info about it. But you, what I'm what I'm learning more and more, and this wasn't necessarily the case in Borderlands, but you really have to use the gun before you truly get a feel for whether or not you like it. Because I've I've gotten um, guns on a couple of occasions uh, already in the game that stat wise should be vastly superior to the gun I have right then. But there'll just be some quirk about it that I don't like, uh, where you know the, it could genuinely be that the the sights are too um, restricting, and I can't see well while I'm looking down the sights, or uh, you know the the recoil is too much, or you know I, I you know worse hip fire accuracy, or there's so many variables to whether or not a gun 
uh, suits your play style and it works well for you that even when you can see the stats and compare the stats, uh, you almost have to take it out and fire a couple of rounds before you uh, can form an opinion of whether or not you're going to like it. Yeah. So I've, I've stuck with a what should be a vastly inferior pistol throughout the first however long part of the game, uh, but it's it's got such a large magazine and high hit damage that I'm I'm plugging through with it. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's random digression that I'm sure means nothing until you start actually getting the guns. But I I like how at least you know at least superficially you can mouse over an item. Mm-hmm. And it'll bring up a heads-up display, like saying like like what the stats are, and it gives you the green arrow or the red arrow, saying like what you know, like what goes up and what goes down. My only problem is like then you pick it up and it gets lost in your in your inventory. yeah. Then you got to go find it. Then you have to go in and assign it. And like right now, I only have two weapon slots available. If you if you hold down square, it will automatically equip that weapon. Oh, that's uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Whatever. Over yeah. over whatever you have up. So like it yep. compares like oh this is great then you pick it up and then does the weapon that you're currently holding go into your inventory or yeah as long as you've got inventory slots if you're out of inventory it'll it'll drop it right okay. which can be annoying because you also hold square to like mass grab loot and you just get in the habit of of holding square whenever you want to pick something up and you mm-hmm. wind up you know, replacing guns that you didn't want to replace or like oh I'll grab this to sell and all of a sudden it's equipped yeah um. Hey, I've got a I've got a random game design question for you. As long as this is just going to be the digression episode, okay. I uh, I've, I've been toying around with this idea, and since um, this is that kind of night, I'll ask it. Um, is is failure like unavoidable failure in a game ever fun? Like where either you know the the boss just has unlimited health, and you go until you die, or there's an objective that you just can't reach. Is that ever fun? Is that is that ever worthwhile? I don't know about fun, but I think it can be worthwhile if it serves like a greater point, uh, a la Metal Gear Solid 4, um, climbing through the magnetic chamber or whatever as Snake at the end of that mm-hmm. is not fun, and it's something that is very, uh, I guess, grueling, but it's, I mean, it's it serves a greater purpose, so it's rewarding. It serves I guess, a, in a story purpose or what? Yeah, essentially so. Yeah. It, it, okay. it serves like a, a emotional purpose. Yeah. Because because like as you're doing that, it's not you're not just like seeing him suffering. You're there's split screen and you're seeing a bunch of other bad shit that's that is happening in parallel. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So just to, 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 as like a as a way to convey struggle to you, it's very effective. Now, mandatory failure in order to progress as a general rule, is a bad thing. Yeah, however, that's as I... Oh, go ahead. However, just like everything that is, you know, like a rule, something can be awesome when it breaks it. Hmm. Right? Yeah. I, uh, I, the only... I, I can think of, a, you know, a couple of places where, where there's failure like that. One is, one is at the end of um, Shadow of the Colossus. And that has huge emotional weight. Yes. The other is in Jedi Knight. I think it's like two Jedi Outcast. One of the bosses just randomly in the middle of the game with no no real indication um, is unwinnable. Uh, the, and it's the main boss, right? Yeah. Yeah, just, the, I mean, you, you wind up. Yeah, you wind up fighting him and winning later. But like, 
there's nothing to tell you that he's got you know that that he can't be killed and so you just wind up expending all of your ammo and spending a good half hour in this boss fight that really all you needed to do was you know lay down and die and you could get on with your life and yeah, serve no purpose this is a big problem in jrpgs and and in cases mm. where in cases where the you know the, this is something that happens it should either end quickly enough that you don't expend your resources or make mm-hmm. it incredibly apparent that you are not going to win so you don't do it because that's the worry that you're going to you know waste ammo or that you're going to in the case of an rpg waste items or mp or something like that mm-hmm. you know for like when you're captured a little bit later and then you have to escape but you don't have any mp left so it's really really difficult for you um you know it's just it's it's just a matter of like how it telegraphs to you right yeah, and an easy okay. fix for that too is it, like after you lose, if you start off in the next level and like you don't have anything at all, like if it's a natural, like wipes you out anyway, then that would be fine. Dragon Age Origins did that, didn't it? In which scenario? I forget. Um, I just know there's one where you wind you you wake up naked in a jail cell. Uh, <laughs> all been there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's let's apply it then. So I'm I'm. Creating a sound shapes, sound shapes level, uh, which the theme is suffering. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's right along with the point of the game, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's 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 very totally. But so I've I've been trying, I've been toying around with different ideas of how to convey that. And one idea is, you know, you've got the little sound notes that you know are kind of the fundamental unit of the game and to put one of those in in each screen that you're on just out of reach so that it looks like you can get to it but you can't or you're you know you're pressed for time to the extent that you have to move on without getting it um i've been i've been toying with the idea you could have them play the devil's chord a bunch in the song the what the devil's chord it's is that uh, like the brown noise (laughs) (laughs) It's just uh, two notes that are what was it six half steps apart. They just sound terrible together. <laughs> oh, six half steps apart. Yeah. I you know I I don't know because I think sound shape the 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 different levels are on a scale. It's not it's not in half steps. Oh, so you can't break the scale. Yeah, right. you can you can put together some stuff that's pretty damn non musical though. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, Wait, just especially from the back levels, man. That sound set is just weird. It is. It's. It doesn't play nice with anything else, unfortunately. No, it really doesn't. No, except for the drum beats. The drum beats in the back one are okay. Yeah, those. those I mean, but that's you know, that's a drum beat. It's it's hard to mess that one up. Yeah, it's and, hard to have a bad drum beat in a Beck song too. So 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 yeah. so wait a second. That so, was so, a good drum break. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my fucking bell? <laughs> I, love, I love that 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 the bell is not so much rung as Cole asks where it is. <laughs> like that is probably more prevalent than the actual ringing of the bell. Okay, there, there we go. There we go. Okay, no, no, no. So, 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 wait. Like six half steps apart. That would be three whole steps, right? Yeah. So, like C and F sharp would be a devil's chord. One second. One second. Okay. I got to play. On the on the neck on the neck of a guitar, it's just it's you know whatever note you're starting then, and then one string up and one fret up, right? Okay. Wait a Sounds so, terrible. So, so C and F sharp. So blah blah blah. 
Yeah, that's pretty awful, isn't it? A little bit of a yeah dissonance there. I heard. Um, do any of you listen to Radio Lab? Yes. Not as much as I should. Did you Did you hear the one about the guy who could like dial phones with his voice or by whistling? Yeah. Yeah. No, no I didn't. Just Just You just made me think of that. He could like hang up phones and dial stuff and like do all these crazy tricks with phones just by whistling. Yeah. I, I I know that that is that 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 is how Steve Wozniak like got his start like in in, in electronics was was making uh was making like black boxes for phones. Yeah, like phone freaking, I think they called it. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So it's I guess here's the here's Sorry, I'm, I'm like jumping back now. <laughs> no, it's fine. Think of Devil's Court. So the the idea is that you know those little notes are are the score units of the game. So you would never be able to get a perfect score on the level. But then again, you know, perfect is perfect would be you know half of the notes since that's all you practically could get. But I didn't know if that would just really frustrate people or annoy people. And and then you know also it, it presents a whole bunch of problems with how can you get it so that someone tries to get the note every time doesn't just go oh that's the out of reach one and ignore it. So I'm trying to think of other ways to play on that theme or communicate it or at least make it fun. How can I make suffering fun, guys? Simple question. That's all I want. That's all I want from you guys. What are you trying to say about suffering? Um, What's what's the larger message? Ultimately, the idea of of striving and striving and getting nowhere, ultimately. Sorry, are you trying to like get like like evoke the catharsis of like giving up and moving on? Not ne- no, not not necessarily um, giving up and moving on, but but feeling like things are are kind of broken in a way that's against you. Okay. That you know, despite best intentions or despite you know that that the the game is slanted against you, so that there's really you're helpless. You know, there's all the you, you can try, you can do all these things, and you can kind of get by, but the that perfect is always just out of reach. Seems pretty heavy for a soundscapes level. Yeah, well, I mean, so one there's... in a series of four, one in a series of four. Come on now. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, just okay. Like, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the notion of suffering. Okay, um, good. I was going to say, if it's in a, a larger series, like a series of four, then you could do things like you could have melodies in the first song that you can play, and then in the second song, have it be like uh, so that if you're playing a melody. Like in a natural progression, that the the note, like the high note or whatever, is out of reach. So, like a melody that they're used to playing, ah. or like it's common, they can't play in this one. And then halfway through the song, you drop the same melody into minor chord, and make it really sad. Minor, I could see minor chord. I don't know if you have control over the type of scale, though. In, oh. You you pick it. You you pick it at the beginning, so you can't do you can't do really? tempo changes or key changes. Or, or or um scale changes. So wait, you pick it how do you pick it at the beginning? Um it's well I mean not at the beginning, but you but you just alter it. So you go and I think you press either select or start, it's just in the settings. It'll be in a row at the bottom that says like, okay, I want oh. this to be this this BPM and this this scale, and you can make it be like pentatonic or minor or major or they have a oh, bunch I of totally like, like that. different things. Yeah, so like it lets you it lets you go through that. But nice. I'm a big fan of the of the of like the the the, 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 no, the notion of suffering. Um, there's a there's 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 a great Buddhist parable called like the like the eighty four problems or something like that. I forget what the exact number. But a bitch is. ain't one. <laughs> one second. Um, but uh, but uh, no no it's it, it's you know this this guy like, like all like all these stupid things. You know, guy goes to a master and he says, you know, listen, I you know I can't, you know, I just I just I I I, I can't 
believe how many problems I have and everything. And, you know, it's kind of just, I'm just, I'm just obsessing over it and just all this kind of stuff. And then, and then the master says, well, you know what? Everybody has 83 problems, but here's the thing. You have 84 because you have a problem with having problems. (laughs) So like to, to Ben's point, which is, which is if you're, if you're always doing a variation on a theme and, and if this is like part three of four or whatever, like mm-hmm. in the, in the arc, you know, where, where the first, where the first is establishing. And then the second is kind of like varying on it. And the third is like, Oh crap, this, this is awful. Then the, then the fourth is triumphant, yeah. you know, build, building that kind of like arc there. It would be a matter of you present this and you, and you make it in such a way that a person thinks that they're making like you know, they're they're going for this note to complete the melody that they have in their head, and then you know they can go and like try and do it for like whatever until they decide to just give up and move on. And then in the next screen, you have to make it so that it's challenging, but they can hit it. And the thing that they hit doesn't give that doesn't give them the melody or the pattern that they expected, but something that makes it sound more awesome. So only by like thinking like, okay, I have to get this in order to make it, you know, make what I think it is and then go on and then work and succeed at making something even better than what they initially thought they wanted. You know, I, th- yeah. I, I think, uh, I, th- I think Mick Jagger said it best, you know, you can't always get what you want, this melody, but if you try sometimes you'll get what you need, which is this awesome thing. So like that, like when I, when I said like the catharsis of giving up, which is just kind of like, okay, this is impossible. I tried and tried, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to roll on. It's like, yeah. oh, this is awesome. And I get it. Yeah, and then so the next, I so, like that a lot. So it becomes less about you know being you know be like being cruel or being obtuse, but it becomes it becomes you know even more about managing the way that a person plays and managing the per- you know the player's relationship with what you're putting in front of them. Nice. I feel like we've just set the expectations unbelievably high for you. <laughs> this is excellent. This is good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, then, and I'm thinking. I like I I feel like I need to go do that idea now, but it's going to be a separate series of levels already. Like this needs to be its own <laughs> thing, because um, like I, it would require me to completely redesign the first two. Which may well, I'm going to have to ruminate on this, guys. Yeah, no, no, Just, take this, t- t- take this knowledge like and apply this. it in your daily life. I like this. Yeah, <laughs> I'll ruminate on it while I'm while I'm blowing up marauders and all that stuff. What scale is it in right now? Uh, I don't even know. I, I didn't realize you could choose. So it's probably so in I, C. Uh, key, key, maybe of C. Scale, probably major, right? Yeah, yeah. What's the difference between scale and key? Um, the like, like the key is whatever the root is of, of, of what you're doing, and the and the scale would be which which notes along that you know out of out of the total number of notes you hit are in the scale so like with with uh with with a major scale it's uh you know the first the third the fifth and etc and at a minor scale it's the first the third and the fourth yes or something like that so like that's the difference i i think i get scale i don't think i understand key so key, it's like key, like key it's is just like, whatever the root note is. Yeah, key okay. key is your starting point, and scale is the pattern that you go on from that starting point. So, okay. a a minor and E minor have the same pattern, but started at different places. Whereas uh, a minor and a major start at the same place, but have different patterns. Right. Or if you think about it, like in the case of in the, like like in piano. Uh, the, 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 the key, the, if, if you're playing in C major or G major, you're only going to be on the white keys. That's not true. 
Is it not? G, ma- G major has a uh, what's it? B flat, A sharp in it. Okay. Is it G minor then? Uh, C major is the same as A minor. Okay. Oh, A minor. Okay. I guess, I guess that's what I. Yeah. Sorry, I belied my own ignorance there. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just it's just like what what like what notes are in bounds is 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 basically what the is what the scale means. Okay. Yeah. So I think this is our really long, long and like roundabout way of saying we haven't played anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the music theory comes in. <laughs> so, so like let's like let's 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 let's, let's do a grand tour of this. Yes, let's do like a mock. What have you been playing? What have you been clogging? <laughs> what have I been clogging? I've been trying to figure it out because like I beat Silent Hill Downpour, and that was the most pressing thing. Good um, I, I'd like to play. <laughs> I can't. Had you beat it in the last time we talked? Yeah, I beat it last week. Yeah, you t- he mentioned how the protagonist was the best oh, protagonist that yeah, My favorite, my favorite. So, Maybe not yeah, the okay. best. With you now, oh, okay. you know, Heather Heather Mason gives give gives gives Murphy a run for his money, but but I still but I still think in terms of characterization and like what they were able to do with them, still really good. And uh, and I, th- I think still comes out ahead. We'll see. We'll see if time is my friend in that assertion. But yeah, you would play it through again. Oh yeah, I intend to. Just you know, not immediately. My big thing, my, like, like my big thing with it is that I ha- like I didn't do any of the side quests. I only, I only did whatever side quests were immediately available to me. Oh, and you get to the point of no return relatively quickly. Um. And so, and so, like I had, a, I had like you have like a quest log, like a like an Oblivion style quest log. Oh wow, that, that that's like, bizarre. That seems uncharacteristic of a Silent Hill game. It is, and like for like from what I understand, like like do like those those side quests are actually like really really good, like okay. like akin to like the the, the vault quests in uh, in Fallout Three. Or like Which going, or, 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 or yeah, just like just like going and finding a vault and going in and like clearing it out. Like it introdu- introduces you to some like you know different characters and situations and a lot of like symbolic messed up uh, things. Yeah, yeah. You start hallucinating people. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Like with, like there there was one. Uh, this is relatively late in the game. I'm not sure if it's a spoiler, but you go into this you go into this room and um, the, the, the there's a TV on. And you look in a mirror, and in, and, and in the mirror, uh, the TV's not on. And then you start, like, looking at it more closely, and you think, like, okay, the candle is lit in the mirror, but it's not lit in the real world. <laughs> and so, you like, you're, you're spotting the difference, and you're going around in this room trying to make it match what's in the mirror. And then when you do that, an enemy appears in the mirror, but it's not in the real world, but it can still attack you. So you have to look into the mirror to figure out where it is so you can kill it. And then that's how you solve this thing, and that's like freaking amazing. I really like that. A which lot. Uh, which which game is that in, and which vault is it? Oh no, this is, I'm ta- I'm talking about downpour. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. No. I was I was gonna say I totally missed that vault, and uh, that sounds <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, this is downpour. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So so like th- like there are a bunch of those. I'm not sure if that's the thing, but or you know if if, if all of them are as good as that. Um, if, if the things I'm reading are online or to be believed, then yes, that is the case. Um, but, uh, but like, it's, it's really difficult. Like, I, I feel like I need to like get the strategy guide on rain, you know, on, on the rainforest for like a penny and like go through and like, just, just because I want to see the content, but I don't, I don't want to like grope around and find it that way. You know, yeah. I'd rather just like have a list and be like, okay, go do this as opposed to wandering around because it's really, really, really hard to, to, 
to, to find stuff in Silent Hill. It's it's foggy there. I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> it's foggy in Silent Hill. Yes, totally new to me. Yeah. So 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 I so I beat that, and and I'm I'm not sure what to, what to play next. I mean, Borderlands two, obviously. But <laughs> if we can ever get all four of us together at once with yeah. working internet, yeah, Pre- precisely. So so who knows? Um, how about you, Ben? Uh, any anything like what what you clogging? What you what you playing? So I'm officially it's official now. I'm done with Civ Rev because I gave it back to Max, the person whom I borrowed <laughs> it from. So it is so, it is out of your possession. It is out of my ladies, possession. Ladies and gentlemen, a moment of silence. <laughs> it's for, a great game. For games unplatinumed. Game. Yes. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I, you guys. You guys and your Chivas. Um <laughs> I'm not play- a Chivo hunter, but the but the mere fact that it bothers you makes me me makes me want to say it. Well, <laughs> Because I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm so bothered by that. Because, yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, so I played a little bit of that last week. Great game. Nothing I can say about it that I haven't already said. Whatever. Um, I played McPixel upon, like, I'm on a weak lag from you, Cole, of whatever <laughs> whatever bite-sized game you play. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that game's only, like, well, however many times it takes you to solve the puzzles times 20 seconds long. So... <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, that's whatever. That's hardly a game to mirth to, to mention, but, uh, yeah. So I haven't played a whole lot. <laughs> I'm going to play a whole lot after we get done with this podcast. Cause I'm ready to start playing borderlands. Yeah. All right. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> who is you? it now? Cole, are you available after? Or is it just David who is not available? I am not available after. I'm so sorry. That's fine. Uh, okay. And then David's not available after as well, I think. So, right. well, maybe maybe Ben, me, and you can hop on or something. We'll, we'll figure something okay. out. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, I think I, I'm going to wind up with like a different save for every single grouping of the three of you that I can have. So I'll have my solo, <laughs> and then I'll have my Cole save, my Ben save, my my David save, and then like the combinations of two, and then all three. <laughs> so how many combinations is that total? Oh gosh, that's one, four, three combinations of two, right? So that's Seven and then one combination of three, eight. Yes. Woohoo! I can power do power of two, two. Ah, I see. Now is that is that um is that the uh, what were the two different kinds? You could do like a set where it doesn't matter what the if they're the same, and a set where it does matter if they're the same. And I like forget uh, and or or sort of statement. Or no, it's logic. like. It's, I'm, 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 the name of it is on the tip of my tongue. In, in one of them, um, order matters, and in the other, order doesn't oh. matter. Oh, you're talking about combination and permutation. Yes, combination and permutation. Yes, 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 yes. That's a that's a combination. Well, so in this case, you don't want to visualize it like that. You want to visualize it as a, each person can either be in your group or out of your group. Oh, so it's, okay. it's like a binary system. And so it's two to the third power because there's three people. We in really each have room. not played any fucking games. From this week, have we? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just gonna see how long we could go. <laughs> no, I get it now though. It's two to the power of three. Yeah, and so if there are four people, it'd be two to the power of four and whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. right. But they haven't added that fifth class yet. So <laughs> I don't know. With a fifth class, will they open up and like a five player? Uh, that'd be cool. I don't think so. I think I think Five. it's going to be a matter of you just you just pick the four that you want. 
Yeah. By the way, I I, I love I would love to point out um, that I saw on Twitter the Wall Street Journal review of the game, always a credible source, oh uh, gave it a low score because it doesn't didn't have online multiplayer, and you could only have four people on 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 the game at a time, and that was a bad thing. They expect fucking deathmatch. Yeah, they expect a deathmatch. They're like, there's no deathmatch. I heard, and this this is this is like a a paraphrase. It, it was actually this sentiment in the game, is that the upcoming um, modern warfare game or Call of Duty game is going to have six teams of eight each, and so this one really sucks if you can only have one team of four. Well, since when did the Wall Street Journal get into video games in any it's capacity? To, yeah, exactly. It's a, you see a picture of the guy who's who's reviewing it, and you're like, yeah, it's you're probably wearing suspenders right now. It's only a headshot, but you're probably wearing suspenders. <laughs> Tucker Carlson does he have a bow tie? <laughs> we can only. Oh man! So, so that's yeah, it, that's it. For- <laughs> I, I've, it's like, a slow you know, week a, this week, man. <laughs> it is, but like we're 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 getting ready to start the onslaught, right? I know. Like, like yeah. you, you know, we have we have Borderlands this week. Um, I have an index card in front of me of the games that I intend to get over the next. Like October is it? Like, <laughs> like you know, uh, Resident Evil Six on the second of October, Dishonored on the ninth, and uh, Assassin's Creed Three on the thirtieth. Dishonored yeah. looks uh, awesome. Like yeah. That's going to be the... It's like Bioshock meets Assassin's Creed. Meets Thief, which makes me really excited. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I knew nothing about it until I went on a binge of, like, watching videos and things like that. <laughs> Holy shit, that looks amazing. Uh, oh, absolutely. gosh. So now we're going to enter the second leg of our show with... I want to play a game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and in this case, um, we don't have any kind of... Uh, guess the quote or guess the tagline um we're kind of we're kind of, we're kind of uh you know like freewheeling it so we're going to bring back an old stalwart um something we did back in the early days of this in- this incarnation of the show uh which is called cole's segway challenge now as a host i have to be able to um in order to keep us on track merge two lines of thought with you know like a brief little phrase or a question or something like that and uh, uh, this, 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 let's say, superpower of mine um, became um, first an object of ridicule, then of admiration, and then finally um, of ridicule again in the form of the Segway Challenge. Now, the rules <laughs> are as follows. Um, both Ben and Dennis um, hit a um, – they go onto Wikipedia and they hit the random article button and they present me – this is a two-round game – um, with the, the 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 name of what they of, of of the random article that they came up with and a brief description because usually it's like some kind of album by a person who nobody knows or it's you know uh, some kind of civil war battle or something like that and then I have to um, in as few steps as possible um, preferably in just one or link, in as a creative way as possible in as creative way yeah yeah exactly. Um, bridge those two ideas so we go from like hey we're we're talking about the battle of appomattox to luda we're throwing off to luda so (laughs) so yes appomattox to luda so i'm going to change my battle of appomattox link then (laughs) (laughs) you do not want to engage me on the battle of appomattox (laughs) so i've got i've got mine i will i will send it over to you via skype well, well, I, I, I only no, I, you, you only, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I only get whatever information you decide to provide on it. 
God. Oh, okay. This okay. is good then. Okay. I got. I got mine. Okay. Shall Shall I start? Sure. Yes. Okay. Your starting place is the 2020 Summer Olympics. Where, where is uh, that taking place? The, it's It's not in a in a concrete place yet. There are there are three candidate cities: Istanbul, Tokyo. 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 You guys know that Tokyo is sponsored by Nokia now? (laughs) Um, Tokyo. This city brought to you by Nokia. Tokyo. Okay, Uh, so so Constantinople. uh, Istanbul, Tokyo, and Madrid are the the, uh, top bidders. None of those places are in America. No. (laughs) All right, so the 2020... Huh. Summer Olympics. Olympics. Summer Olympics. Are you taking notes right now, Cole? No, no. I'm all in my head. Okay. Notes. If it, if it was an episode of Sherlock, you'd be you'd be seeing all the little writing around his head right now. Well, <laughs> I'm just I'm drawing on my monitor with uh with with, with a uh, dry erase marker. Uh, you realize that not all screens are tablet screens, right? That's why it's not a stylus, Dennis. It's a. It's a <laughs> how many times? Okay, Ben. What, what's uh, what's your topic? Okay, my article is Cherry Hospital, which which is a 274-bed inpatient psychiatric hospital located in Goldsboro, North Carolina. It has six major treatment units, uh, which are adolescent, adult acute admissions, geriatric admissions – Psychiatric rehabilitation, psychiatric medical, and tuberculosis. <laughs> tuberculosis. <laughs> An actual TB ward. That's yep. their cash cow. They use that to fund all the other ones. That's also the only of the the only unit that has a link attached to it. So you can follow it to tuberculosis. Ah. Okay, I got you. <laughs> okay. So I'm going from the twenty twenty Olympics to Cherry Hospital. Um, can you give me a city that this is in? Goldsboro, North Carolina. You must not have been taking notes. So the 2020... Well, sorry. Uh, this, uh, we need to frame this as the end of, of a discussion. So so yeah. The, 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 the 2020 Olympics, they're still pretty much in, in contention. They could go to Madrid. They could go to Tokyo. Uh, they could go to uh, uh, Istanbul, Istanbul or Constantinople, uh, whichever one it is at the time. Um, according to they might be giants, but uh, you know what? I would really, really like to make a case uh, for North Carolina. Um, I know that we just recently, in 1996, had the Atlanta um, Olympics, um, which you know it's just one of those things. It was in the South. Uh, we, we don't want to have this hegemony there to you know to, to monopolize it, as it were. But uh, th- there's this great place which just freed up uh, because nobody has tuberculosis anymore, um, <laughs> called Cherry Hospital, um, which is this big psychiatric hospital. Um, and if you're familiar with the notion of the Olympic Village, all these athletes they need a place to stay, right? So you just you know load them up. They've got these nice padded cells. They could uh, they could sleep on the walls like astronauts. You know, just kind of suspended like that, upright, and then they would go and be in peak physical condition, and then they could, you know, something, something, Raleigh Durham, something, something, David Sedaris. The end. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, not yeah. bad, I, not bad. I've got, I've got this image in my mind now of like 
Fear 3 mixed with like the Mario and Sonic Summer Olympic Games <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> with Point Man, Apache, and Fettel just like going for the 100 meter dash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair, Paxson. You're a ghost. <laughs> you have to complete the 100 meters in under 10 seconds, but first you have to kill all the squirrels. Is squirrel killing literally a thing in that game? Um, isn't that what Tails is? Squirrel? No, he's a fox. He's a fox who has two tails. Do you know what Tails' Wait, name is? Tails is a guy? I thought Tails was a girl. I, I know, thought Tails right? was a girl, too. No, uh, Nermal from, uh, from, 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 from Garfield. Guy or girl? Who? Nermal from Garfield. I don't even know who that character is. The, the, Trans- the, 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 the gray cat who he uh, mailed off to Abu Dhabi because, you know, you know, because it was so cute. You know, just really insufferable. I do, I do not know this. You are I not a Garfield know. connoisseur, are I you? I know. I'm sorry. I, For shame. I watched, I watched the uh, the cartoon uh, where Garfield was voiced by Lorenzo Music. God rest his oh, soul. Oh, so good. Yes, yes. Uh, Nermal has a very effeminate voice, but he is also a, uh, a, 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 he's a dude cat. So basically, we've got our link back to Japan now. <laughs> he's got a dude, he's a dude cat. Yes, no. Um, do you know, do you know what uh, Tails' name is? Miles. Miles, do you know what his yeah, last no, name is? Correct. His what? Well, do you do, do, do you know what his last name is? I do not. Miles Pratt. was complete knee jerk. Really? Wow. So so like the, the, this like you you, you must have known. No, but yeah, no. It, it's somewhere I guess his, I must have t- heard it before. Tails' last name is Prower, so his full name is Miles Prower. Or uh, uh, Miles Prower. <laughs> yeah, get it? Miles Tails uh, uh, <laughs> I just got that. Get it? Yeah. I do get it. So, <laughs> uh, so, so that did, it completely changes my take on the Sonic universe. Did I did I did I stick the landing or Ah, <laughs> uh, you stuck the I, uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like I like the idea of the two being co- com- combined, but it wasn't necessarily a transition from one independent thing to the other. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. We need a speaking of X Y, and we got more of a an X times Y situation. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's oh. talk about math, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, back to it. I had some questions about music theory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so let's do round two. Um, well, I get half credit for that. Would you say? Yeah, that's we, fun. We have that's generous. Yeah, okay. generous. <laughs> what, you, what, you, what you lack, <laughs> what you lack in technical perfection, you made up for in entertainment value. In spirit. I will say the other option that I had for that first one was the number fifty-two. <laughs> nice. Not not forty-two. Just the number fifty-two. There's an article about that. I have found my article. I'm going. I'm going to send a link in so you can see the picture attached. Every every article has a, uh, or every number has an article on Wikipedia, right? Does it? Like up up through up up, up through Actually, what? that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> every star in the sky has an article on Wikipedia. That okay, I've, I've got mine. Might be possible. All right, I, Dennis or Cole, either one. You need to look at the picture of that link that I just sent in. I need to. I need. I need to wait. So okay. Oh God, the eighties. Eighties. <laughs> oh, he's staring into my soul. Yeah. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Well, this will be interesting. You have to connect 
that monstrosity. Okay, so 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 Ben, give um, give, give yeah, your yeah, I'll give first. your introduction. So where you need to start is in effect mode, which is the debut album by Al B. Sure with an exclamation point. This album came out in 1988. It was recorded from 1987 to 1988, and it features such hits as Night and Day, spelled N-I-T-E, and, and, <laughs> oh, killing, that phase. and killing Me Softly is another one. Like, and, like a cover of the, of the Fuji's song? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's before that. but And then also features the song Off On Your Own, in parentheses, Girl. <laughs> I like it when a song begins with the parentheses section. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, and then, what genre of music has this been? R&B. New Jack Swing is the other <laughs> genre label on that. Uh, okay. Is, it, is uh, that a Whoopi Goldberg? Uh, Jumping Jack Flash. Yeah. That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> they're they're got, allowing anything to be a music genre these days. <laughs> I got really excited because the producer is Kyle West, but I thought it was Kanye West. <laughs> a 12-year-old Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. He knew talent when he was that young, yeah. The other producer is the artist of the album, Al B. Sure. Is, is, is that Al, like like, like uh, uh, Al, Al Bundy? A-L, A-L, and then B, period, like Johnny B. Good? B, period, middle name, yeah. And Whatever. then S, what mean, and, yeah. Is, and is it sure like S-U-R-E, or is it S-H-U-R-E, like the microphones? S-U-R-E, exclamation point. Okay, the I'll be names sure. just keep on coming tonight. I can't emph- emphasize the exclamation point enough. Um, how would you properly pronounce that name? I'll be sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dennis, what do I have to connect that to? You have to connect that to the Triumph Daytona 600, which is a name given to two very different motorcycles. The first model is a sport bike manufactured in 1983. And then, oh, where's the second type? I didn't read this article far in enough. Um, the, the sport bike is uh, simply a shorter stroke tin, twin carbureted version of the early 650. Uh, new model, blah, blah, blah. Basically, it's the same name for two different bikes. So it's the Triumph what? The Triumph Daytona 600, and uh, so one one is a like like a dirt bike looking bike. The other is like a super bike looking bike. Yeah. There's a bunch of technical reasons why they're different, but it's a dirt bike and a super bike with the same name. Okay, one second. Cole, can you please look at the album cover of In Effect Mode? I need to do that after I do this. You, you, I have to keep this pure. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Sorry. Okay. So I think we can agree that one of the most underrated R&B slash New Jack Swing albums from the 80s was In Effect Mode by by Al B. Sure, which, you know, let's just, it goes without saying. I can't be argued with. And it's even more tragic that, you know, like, like many artists of his time, you know, like that guy from, you know, from, from, from big country, uh, you know, I'll be sure he committed suicide by, 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 uh, uh, intentionally going around uh, dead man's curb in a, a, a motorcycle. Now the motorcycles of the eighties, uh, and this is the next thing I want to talk about here. They, 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 they lacked a certain number of safety features. 
um, such as you know what could be found in the Triumph Daytona 600, uh, which unlike the 500, which is what he did this on, it will actually keep you away from Dead Man's Curve. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That's a better segue than I could have ever mustered. So, <laughs> so okay, now I can look at this. Please. Yeah. Oh just... God! <laughs> is is that a racer head? <laughs> what's going on? What's going on with his jaw? What's going on? Like, no, no seriously. I don't. Yeah, he I don't know. Simultaneously, the widest jaw I've ever seen that comes to the most, <laughs> the most, the most striking tapered point. Mm-hmm. Like his and a unibrow and a unibrow and a house party fro. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So 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 the eraser head haircut combined with his awkward jaw shape uh means that uh I'll be sure oh sorry, I'll be sure has um yeah. a trapezoid head. <laughs> they just don't make him like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> it was so tragic. He got his head stuck in a in a tree, and they couldn't yeah. pull him out. He had to Damn die. you, Daytona Five Hundred! Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, Triumph! Before their time. <laughs> okay, so so how do you uh, how do you? Feel? So, this is, I feel like the motorcycle one was a bit of a dud, but I, it was a good segue between them. A plus segue. Yeah. <laughs> the motorcycle, like my 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 motorcycle thing, was a dud. No, the motorcycle yeah, article. Was, oh, okay. was really- yeah, it was no, it was a tough car, but I pulled it. I pulled it out, right? Yeah, it was yeah. A tough. Not like how I'll be sure pulled out the curve. <laughs> pulled out of the curve. May he rest in peace. <laughs> may, may, may his weird ass head rest in peace. No, no, he's actually he's actually alive. Um, he 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 had a bit of a dry spell. Um, Technically. <laughs> technically, technically is this like alive. a tupac situation where it's just a hologram <laughs> yeah. no yeah. no he, he like he had in effect mode that was in 1988 um and then he then in 1990 he had private times and the whole nine there's an exclamation mark on that so he really liked exclamation points, he did too. um 1992 uh so going on the two-year release cycle he had sexy versus um i don't know versus what sexy versus all because sexy always wins, but then he went from yeah. nineteen he went from nineteen ninety two to two thousand and nine. Oh wow, <laughs> honey, I'm home. Honey, I'm home. No exclamation mark. Maybe it's a little bit older, a little bit a, a little a little bit wiser. Um, although it's a little bit hard to make that claim uh, when the single from that album was "I Love It" (parentheses Poppy I I I). <laughs> Although his his last single before his uh, before his hiatus uh, was uh, "Black Toy," sorry, "Black Tie White Noise," uh, which uh, was David Bowie. He he uh, it was it was a David Bowie song, and I'll be sure featuring I was featured him on, on it. it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, however that happened, <laughs> so good on you. Uh, nice. Want to button it up? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. That was episode number 163 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast that's ostensibly about video games. Uh, that was probably the most... Not me- this week. <laughs> that was probably yeah, no. the, most, the most meandering hour and a half of podcast you've ever heard. I hope you liked it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we must move on. 
um, ever forward. Um, so <laughs> Otherwise, sorry about that hour and a half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so if you liked that, you can go to duckfeed.tv slash riddle uh, where you can find a bunch of our stuff. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a rating or a review. Uh, like us on Facebook and um, suggest topics or anything like that. Share your thoughts. You can contact us at duckfeed.tv slash contact. And you can help support the network by covering our bandwidth costs if you go to duckfeed.tv slash tip jar. Ignore the donation link. But if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon, especially as we enter the Christmas creep, um, do it through our link. And we will be able to uh, afford to keep doing these shows. So, yeah, those are the those are the things. And tell friends. If you have friends who like video games, say, hey, there are these dudes. They're awesome. They don't talk about video games, but sometimes they do. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So you can follow me on Twitter at Cole Ross, K-O-L-E-R-O-S-S. Dennis? I am at D-Furia, D-F-U-R-I-A. And Ben? I'm at Merkelizer, but I won't tweet for a couple months, so you don't yeah. have to follow me you're, you're, you're due in – your last one was in April, so you're due in October. Yeah. That's coming up, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you better be. Th- oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was about to say you better be thinking about it, but you've been thinking about it since April. That's oh the, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the benefit of your model. Uh-huh. Everyone, everyone, um, sign up for the midnight release of, <laughs> of my tweet. Day. Yeah, <laughs> show, show up at GameStops around the country. They'll play it on their <laughs> awful, awful TV network. So uh, <laughs> for DTR, this has been Cole. This is Dennis and Ben. And uh, to leave you, I will say the New Jack Swing or Swing Beat is a fusion genre spearheaded by Teddy Riley and Bernard Bell that became extremely popular in the late 1980s and into the early 1990s. Its influence, along with hip hop, seeped into pop culture and was was the the definitive sound of the invented black New York club scene. It fuses rhymes, samples, and production techniques of hip hop, dance pop, and the urban contemporary sound of R&B. Is the only option now, really? I think. Good night.